It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing this Survivor Sunday happening on a Marquesas Monday? Oof. <laughs> did forget you, what you day it was. got there eventually. Yeah. We yeah. all get through Monday. Garfield. I think we can all agree that it's just another Marquesas Monday. Hey. I wish it was Sunday. Hey. Cause that's my fun day. Hey. The day I watch Survivor. Yes, we'll watch Jeff Probst on the run day. <laughs> Jeff Probst got the runs, you know? Yeah, because of, uh, I, did he also eat a bunch of, well, that would be, the, he ate the, whatever the opposite of beef skewers are. Yeah, he ate just the skewers. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you're not supposed to do that. Your body doesn't respond well to bleeding. it. He had intestinal bleeding. Jeff medevaced for eating too many skewers. What if Jeff got medevaced? Who do you think, who would take over? Just whoever the last person voted out was? It would be like, uh, did you see that story about the Bright Eyes show where Connor Oberst uh, got super drunk and pissed at the beginning of the show and just left. And That's so good. they were like, they had to refund everybody. But initially they were like, does anyone in the crowd like know the lyrics to the song that we oh, play? Yeah. Do you want to try? And it apparently went about as well as you would think. So anyway, super. they would do that. They'd be like, which one of you wants to be Jeff? And they cast so many like super fans these days. I'm sure everyone would jump up at the opportunity. You know yeah, how, why would you... That, you're auditioning for a new gig, potentially. Jeff might be dead from getting medevaced, for all we know. You know how the president only makes, like, $400,000 or something? He's basically uh, lower class now. Um, I think Jeff Probst... I don't know how much Jeff Probst makes, but I think he should make significantly less than the winner of the season. Yeah, I, I think he needs to be doing it for the love of the game and not for money. Does the Pope make money? Speaking of presidents. That's a really... Uh, or, I mean, I think that, like, hmm. priests get paid. So, yes. Well, yeah, but priests aren't the same as popes. Well, yeah, but they're, like, a lower rank. Yeah. This is a question for uh, another one of our shows that is called Pope and Change, hosted by Barack Obama I am Obama currently Googling us. the phrase Pope Salary. Okay. Okay. Uh, in 2001, the Vatican confirmed that the Pope, quote, does not and has never received a salary. And uh, Pope Francis is a <laughs> Jesuit, so he has already taken a vow of poverty. Oh, that's great. Um, that's right. Catholicism is good. Uh, this is a podcast hosted by your two favorite good Catholic boys, Jake Shadell and Tom Powell. Uh, that's us. Both adults in the eyes of the church. You were confirmed, right? Uh, yeah. I'm um, pretty sure... Not? I'm pretty sure, but I do remember getting a pamphlet from, like, our youth group leader or whatever, whoever organized the confirmation, that was like, feel like you've fallen through the cracks of confirmation class or whatever. You know how they, like, did the training? Were they like, you can get a confirmation GED? Yeah, and then it was like, because, I don't know, maybe it was like CCD or whatever, for like six or eight weeks leading up to confirmation, was like, all confirmation classes. And uh, my Uncle Paul was my confirmation dad or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, your sponsor or whatever. Sponsor, that's it. Uh, and uh, we never went to any of the meetings because he lived like an hour away. So why would you bother coming up for that? Just kidding. He would probably do that. He loves family shit and Catholicism. But I don't remember wearing a Catholic cap and gown. 
So, maybe not. Anyway, this has been a special instance of Pope and Change quickly becoming like just a, a segment. scenario where, like, you have a fake... You've been, you've been trying to pass yourself as being confirmed this whole time, but you've been faking it. You've been faking going to Harvard, uh, Harvard Catholicism school. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Harvard, uh, our co-host Barack Hussein Obama knows something about that, right? Yes. Yes, he does. Why don't we hear from him? He went him? to the Harvard Seminary. Why don't we hear from our co-host Barack Obama on this podcast, Pope and Change? And this is where you come in with your Barack Obama impression, Tom. Oh yeah. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, I'm Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) He finally he forgot which one he was supposed. He forgot which like which denomination he was supposed to say there. Which one do you want me to say again? Then I handed him a big check, and he was like, "Oh, Catholic." Yeah. Barack Obama's the Pope now. Uh, this is, of course, another show we do called Pope and Change. That was just a fun little sneak behind the curtain. Uh, the only question I have for you here on this show, Thomas, is did you watch Survivor Guatemala last night? Guatemala, Guatemala. I took a trip out to Guatemala. Jake, I sure did. I, I, I was transported back to the year 2005. What a year it was. Uh, that is the year that this episode aired. Of course, it was called Man Down. What do you think of that episode title? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I'm assuming it was in reference to the guy who was a little baby and had to have water poured on him all the time. Yeah, what a little puss, you know? Yeah. That's what <laughs> oh, I was saying the whole time. Suffering from heat stroke. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm so sad that I got stung by a tree and might die because of poisoning. Get the fuck up. I don't know. Maybe I'm just built different. But Yeah, like, I'm with Judd. I would, I would just like man up and walk around and like start a fire and like yeah make love i to would a simply woman. walk it off yeah uh this episode first aired on september 22nd 2005 how old would you have been that date thomas uh repeat the date again september 22 2005 i would have been 14 years old i too would have been 14 years old um hmm and I am looking up September 22, 2005, right now, Rockford High School, because I just thought of a fun little new wrinkle of this segment where we can um, look at what our high school was doing this week. And so far, the first link I found is uh, Wikipedia, Rockford High School, Michigan. I think, I don't, maybe I would have been like auditioning for the fall play at this time. Um, this is our freshman year, was it not? 2005 would have been our freshman year, yes. Um, hey, here's some names. Brent Bookwalter. You know him? No. Okay. Uh, what about Ben Braden? Not really. What about Parker Ahinger? What? Who's it? What? Why are these names coming up? What about Jason Hartman? No, I don't know who that is. What about Adam Kieft? Uh, That name sounds familiar. What about Dathan Ritzenhain? I remember Dathan Ritzenhain. He was trying to be in the Olympics. Are these all just athletes that went to... What about Joe Staley? Oh, former uh, All-Pro left tackle Joe Staley. What about Ginger Z? 
I, I don't remember Ginger Z. Those are notable alumni from our high school. Weird that they don't list us, the hosts of the Only Survivor podcast. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Um, so 2005, we were freshmen in high school, and I'll say this, friends. Yeah. We are friends at Not this point. Not much has changed lives. since then, except yep. we are over twice as old. Well, that's a fucked up way of looking at it, and it makes me feel very old. I went to... Okay, here's the thing. Let me tell you this story from this weekend. Ariel and I went to Pride Fest in Boys Town here, Chicago, Illinois. The Windy City, Mr. Wind was hosting it. And I was walking around, boop, 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 boop. I really have to pee. Boop, 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 boop. There's beverages in my bladder now. And... I was like, oh, there's some porta potties. You're tired from uh, joining in and pelting Mr. Wind with beer bottles. Exactly. He was at a dunk tank. I saw it with my own eyes. And he was like, oh, please don't. I'll lose my whole head because it's made of clouds and clouds are made of I would hate it if you put me in this dunk tank. Yeah. So he was being a little shit. I was trying to find a dunk tank of my own. You know what I mean? And I found these dunk tanks called porta potties. And I rush up. Do, 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 do. And somebody at the table is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a for youth center only. Youth youth only. 18 to 24. And I said, whoa. First of all, how do you know I'm older than 24? Two, can I please just use the bathroom? You're making me feel very old. And they said, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah. I feel like the thing that you need to do if anyone ever tries to get you to not use the bathroom is just threaten to pee your pants on the spot. Yeah. It's like, oh, would you like it if I peed my pants here? Would yeah. you prefer that? Mr. Wind didn't like it too much and told me to come over here. Now you have the bathroom key. Can I please have it? I always... It's so wild where it's like, yeah, okay, here's what can happen. You can let me use the bathroom or you can clean up a puddle of urine on the ground. Which yeah. would you prefer? Outdoors. You know, you know they're not even going to do it. Oh, the sun will evaporate it. Sun doesn't evaporate poop. Oh, I, I wasn't suggesting that. Yeah, neither was I. I was suggesting I use the bathroom. They don't know if I'm going to poop or pee or neither. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's an added element there. Yeah. How many viewers do you think this week's episode received of Survivor Guatemala? Can you remind me what last week's got? 18.41 million. I'm going to say 18.42 million. Uh, in fact, it got 16.98 million. People did not like what they were watching. Yeah, they were like, this guy got stabbed by a tree. This one is too real for me. I didn't tune in for the real world. I tuned in for Survivor, you know? They so, thought it was inappropriate that Gary Hogaboom was lying about who Who's he was. That? Who was that, you said? Gary, yeah, Gary Hogaboom. I don't know who that is. Are you thinking of Gary uh, Hawkins, professional yeah, landscaper? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's easy to get them confused. Yeah. I mean, they do look a lot alike, but very clearly not the same person. Uh, Bobby John says he feels like he's paying rent at Tribal Council. Pretty funny line from a notoriously not super funny guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, thought that, I thought that was good. What do you think of Bobby John overall as a character? Second time out. I do not in. find him interesting. <laughs> Nor do I, but we do notoriously hate the Golden Boys. But in our defense, one time, one of the Golden Boys turned out to be a bad dude. That's true. I I have nothing against Bobby John. I just don't find him to be terribly compelling. Yeah, same. Uh, Nakum is exhausted as a whole over in Yasha. They make fun of Nakum for being so self-serious. I thought this was fun, too. I love to roast another group of people. Yeah, this is the kind of camaraderie you need to be a successful tribe. 
what did you think of when Jamie talked about how diverse their tribe was? Uh, I wrote something down about this, and I said oh, yeah. diversity <laughs> equals all white people, but one of them is gay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's another thing we need to talk about. Uh, the fact that Thomas actually took notes this week. Um, I, I rewatched this episode because I wanted to get his list of what diversity is. Uh, we've got a bum, that's himself, a police officer, and you know those two are sworn enemies. Uh, that's true, yeah, the fact that they're able to coexist really says a lot about society. But here's the thing about Survivor. The enemy of my enemy is a friend, a magician's assistant, a fishmonger, a gay guy, and a landscaper. I mean, does it get more diverse than that? I like that the gay guy doesn't get to have a profession. No. Do you know what his profession is, Him being gay takes precedence over that. Do you know what Rafe's profession is? What? Um, I think he's a writer. And he had a, a show that um, was on Amazon last year. Oh, good for him. Yep. Um, I tried to read about it. Do you it. know what show it was? Uh, yeah, I definitely looked it up. And it's called Time Lapse or something like that. Time Keepers. Something. something. I okay. have the Survivor Guatemala page open, so I could probably just search for his name. Rafe Judkins is his name. And he is... Uh, the showrunner for a show called The Wheel of Time. Oh, damn, he's doing Wheel of Time? That's a big deal. That's like an adaptation it's of a, big a very wheel. popular sci-fi series. It's a big wheel. He's adapting the Journey song Wheel in the Sky for a TV show. <laughs> yeah, it also stars Ben Linus in The Big Wheel, big wheel from Lost. Speaking of Survivor 42. Keeps on turning. Yep. Um, so the wheel of time is Rafe Judkins current project. His previous project was of course, survivor Guatemala. Um, Gary Hawkins says that no one asked what he did 15 years ago. I thought that was a very funny line too. Like, I yeah, did too. Fair. I, nope. I like that all of his interviews are like the, the party guy in the corner of a party meme. It's like, they don't know that I used <laughs> to be a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, we good. do know that we actually know. <laughs> We all know, yeah. Uh, you're you're not hiding it very well. Um, the Nakum tribe is struggling. Blake is struggling to breathe. Brandon is stronger, though. Uh, he would have just manned up if it were him. I love it. I love this. It's so fucking funny. It, this is a great, like, dumb masculine thing to just be like, I would be fine. Yeah. I, I, I would actually just shake it off because I'm tough. Yeah, that's the guy that swears he could have gone pro. He's like, I could have gone pro if I wanted to. I just, you know, (laughs) just didn't really wasn't wasn't I didn't really feel like it. Yeah. Uh, So they get to this reward challenge and they have to crawl through a rope spider web and collect some bags. I, you know, good stuff. No complaints here. Yeah, this was uh, this was fun. I I do want a compilation of Jeff saying that people it sounded like he was saying in his bag a lot or like in their bag. (laughs) Yeah, And I just want that over. He's like, Blake, in his bag. And I just want that over, like, Blake Griffin crossing somebody over. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, the winner will receive fishing supplies. Pretty good. Pretty good reward. Also very funny for, for Jeff to uh, be like, your reward this week is worms. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to eat them all. 
tasty protein. Uh, the uh, funny parts of this challenge are when Rafe is unable to climb up a ladder. Uh, that was that was funny to me. And 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 that immediately after uh, Judd running out and face planting. That's pretty good. I like that. Pretty good stuff. Uh, so Nakum wins. What do you think of this challenge overall? Would you bring it back? In modern day challenge, if you're challenge champion, as the title is on your business cards, it, it's not any worse than anything they do now. So sure, why not? You know, they just uh, I one hundred percent thought that inside the bags were puzzle pieces, and then they were going to have to do a puzzle because you know puzzles are a great, great equalizer. Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't have that. I'm glad that they just had it be a physical challenge. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, the uh, Nakum tribe goes fishing with their new gear, and Blake is breathing again, so that's good. Meanwhile, at Yasha, they are struggling to get food. If only they'd won those worms. Yeah, then they'd be feasting on worms. They could have been eating delicious worms, but instead, they're not eating anything. Uh, well, Lydia builds a little inlet to catch fish, and Rafe and Gary collect a bunch of ants, so actually, they do have protein, potentially. What did you, you know what? It? Honestly, eating ants is one of those things that you do when you're kind of desperate, but it probably wouldn't be that bad. They're just kind of crunchy. Yeah, but what if they bite you back? Well, Stephanie's big worry. It depends worry. on what kind of ants we're talking about. Um, I don't know. Uh, this isn't wildlife shots, and I didn't look up the ants. Didn't think to didn't think to look up ants for wildlife shots, but that would have been really good because they were such a big... Have we done ants yet? Yeah, um, and would you believe it? It was kind of boring. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think everybody kind of knows the deal there. There's like a million subspecies of ants, and they all basically are the same. Just yeah, these ones live on Asia, these ones general, live in America. Ants in general are interesting, but like... Hmm. I, I know why they're interesting already. Did you ever hear of an ant farm? Or potentially an alien ant farm? <laughs> no, I did not have either of those things. I, I was not, yeah, I did not. I like the idea of having the alien ant farm being like an ant farm, but it's just uh, the BET awards that they crashed in it. Do you remember that music video? I do. Um, where they staged, where they extremely fake staged crashing the BET awards and getting arrested. That's cool. It was really funny to watch that again because it cuts to people in the crowd who very obviously knew it was coming. So it's Killer Mike just being like, whoa, what are they doing up there? This song <laughs> no rocks, way. though. Um, when was that? It's like 2003, I think. Uh, did they did they um, did they film it at the actual BET Awards? Yes, they did. That's cool. That's like that's some like top tier cool guy shit. Yeah, I believe it is the song These Days by them. So if you ever want to watch that, go okay. to YouTube.com. Uh, we are Tell sponsored Tom by YouTube. <laughs> uh, go to Baby Shark. Go watch it on Baby Shark. <laughs> go watch it on the Baby Shark website. Um, these Days, Alien Ant Farm. Good shit. 1999. Oh, really? Oh, so this was probably, this would have been before uh, Smooth Criminal then, I think. Oh, yes. The uh, Michael Jackson song they stole. Alien Ant Farm, you know what? Fine by me. Their music, I think, has aged reasonably well, especially considering the terrible era of rock music that it came from. Um, no, you were right, actually. I don't know why... 
Google told me 1999. That was, of course, incorrect. It did come out in 2003, July 1st. Do you know on what label? This is a quick music minute. Yeah, it's even funnier that they would, like, have to crash the BET Awards for attention because they'd already had, like, a platinum album. (laughs) They had had multiple hits. Okay, what album or what label do you think it came out on? Uh, I'll say like Interscope. Oh no, Thomas, you're you're thinking too uh, logically. Um, here's a hint. Um, this label, honestly, I didn't know this about them, but it really, they do have layers. I'm learning. Some sort of like an onion. <laughs> Par- parfait records this is on this is a shrek produced album well um shrek is a co-worker how about you how about you just tell me what the label is how about that stream works wait what yeah see i told you crazy shit i was not aware that they uh produced albums um hmm uh, yes, it is a subsidiary of DreamWorks Pictures. They're called DreamWorks Records. Uh, often referred to in copyright notices as SKG Music LLC. Maybe you've heard of it. I've, I've not. Yeah, well, that's DreamWorks. That's Shrek's guys. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> if you get a copyright notice, they fucking sh- they sent Shrek after you. That's what SKG stands for. Shrek. Kill guy. Shrek, Shrek kills guys. Shrek, Shrek kills guys who steal their copyright. Uh, ba, 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 ba. what were we talking about? Nakum, uh, Judd is talking shit about Blake and Margaret and is annoyed that Blake doesn't do anything around camp, even though he's dying of poison tree. Well, he should think about, uh, not doing that. I, I, I did take down a quote where, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Judd says, damn, how much more relaxing does this dude need, man? <laughs> I love Judd. Good point, Judd. They need more, like, New York guys. They need more, like, very exaggerated New York guys on there. Someone from, like, Long Island should always be on the show. There needs to be a guy from Jersey Shore every season. And I know we've been saying this since 2009, but I feel like it's still true. Honestly, they they really do need people from different um, parts of the country. Because remember there was that one season a few years ago that was, like, half of the cast was just from L.A.? Yeah, like, like, come on now. Okay, cool, guys. That's not fun. Uh, I want a trucker from Wisconsin, or a guy from New York, or a or landscaper. Or a trucker from Florida. Or a trucker, or a from, trucker Florida, from West Virginia. Or a trucker from Washington. They have trucks everywhere. Did you know that, Thomas? They have trucks Survivor. everywhere. Survivor, oops, all truckers. <laughs> I would be like Survivor it. Convoy. I would absolutely watch it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> They all talk to each other like they're doing dispatch stuff. They're just like, breaker, breaker, nine, nine. It would be like, um, instead of like on a deserted island, though, it would be like road rules where they're all in the back of a semi truck. Jeff's wearing a Bondo chat. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, let us produce the next season of Survivor, Jeff. We have very yeah, good uh, ideas. I have a good name for it. Okay. Uh, Survivor Gas Grasser Ass. <laughs> Yep, that's really good. So next simulated season, uh, we we do, it's going to be called that. Uh, and it's going to be all trucks and truckers and weed. <laughs> right. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, Snoop Dogg will be hosting that season. Snoop Dogg will host that one. Um, what did you? He's like, you know, which one I'd prefer, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, Snoop, we know. Uh, He will play preferential. Who will give preferential treatment to the Weed Tribe the way Jeff Probst always does to Boston Rob's tribes? This may be a thing that I invented in my head, but wasn't there like a dumb controversy because Snoop Dogg smoked fake weed at an award show one time? Um, I, yeah, that sounds like some mid-2000s bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, mid-2000s. <laughs> That's good. That's a really good joke you made. Um, what did you think of when Judd said that he wants to be the hero in the next challenge? Uh, yeah, good for you, man. Yeah. Uh, try not to fall on your face. <laughs> Danny tells us that she recognizes Gary as some sort of football quarterback. Did you follow this at all? Because I only know this man as a landscaper, so I was confused at this point. Yeah, she says she's in sports radio, but I feel like you would know that well, that guy is not a quarterback from being in sports radio because he is, in fact, a landscaper. You know why? I bet she's confused. I know that like a lot of local landscapers will advertise on local radio stations, like on sports shows and stuff. That's probably why she recognized him. He probably was like in the office selling ads or something for his landscaping business. Do you think that Gary should have maybe been a little worried about uh, speculation about his job when uh, the first day there was someone wearing a Kansas City Chiefs hat? No, why would he be worried? He's a landscaper. Oh, yeah, right. He has nothing to be worried about. (laughs) He would be worried if he were hiding something, which he's not. He's just a regular old landscaper. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, he was in the NFL 15 years ago. But that's, that's a completely separate issue. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why does he have to be defined by what he was doing 15 years ago? Yeah, that would be like making a whole podcast about uh, about a high school friendship 15 years later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we were talking about that earlier, but like that, that I, again, I don't think that's different. Defined by, I don't think I need to, be, need to be defined by being in the fall play my freshman year. But yeah, and I don't, uh, this lady thinks that that's what the, how everyone should have to live. I don't need to be defined by being on the crew in freshman year play. It didn't yeah, really influence my stop, entire... People will not stop talking to Jake about that. You're like, oh, what's up, crew member? Yeah. You're like, stop it. Oh, you're it. in crew? Oh, I bet you have really good arms. I'm like, no, not that kind of crew. I Still paint boxes. country like you did in eighth grade? Yeah. For one year? Yeah, I did that because I'm an athlete. I don't know. Maybe I'm just built different, as people love to say about me. And they're I don't right. define myself by that, okay, though? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, so because I ran cross-country and I forgot shorts one day, I was deemed No Pants Man, and that was my aim screen name for years. Okay, oh, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun, and it did influence me. And now I'm very funny and fun and good. This is an excerpt from your a one-man show that you do at, uh, like, for high school assemblies, do you where you re- put on a bunch of different hats. <laughs> I wore a... Um, the one and only time I wore a fedora was at my mom's suggestion uh, for my senior pictures, which were That's taken... That's fucked up that your mom did that to you. They were taken... Maybe it wasn't my mom. It may have been the photographer, but my mom was definitely there. Um, your mom didn't stop it from happening, so yeah. she is still she is still culpable. Canceled again. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, and they were taken like a week after junior year ended. Um, and I feel like I looked pretty different between the end of junior year and the beginning of senior year. I think that was kind of like a pretty big change in my whole personhood, you know? Um, yeah. So it felt, They were outdated. They were outdated. 
Whereas mine are timeless because I was wearing a blue sweater and also a oh. blue dress shirt. Oh, that's nice. Blue sweater and a blue dress. Two shirts? Well, not not one of them is. They, these were different looks. These oh. were not the same look. I was only allowed one look, and it was a fedora. <laughs> that's fuck. Damn, your mom fucking cheaped out on these pictures. That's what it sounds like to me. And here's the she other got the weird. fedora package, which cost like eight dollars. Here's the thing. Every yearbook I've ever seen, it's the same picture of me. Like I'm, I look like I'm five years old, while everybody else is like seventeen. Like as if my mom bought one baby fedora when I was a child, like a little baby child, took one you were photo a of little me. Tiny cowboy hat. That's a, the it's hat a fedora. It was a fedora, not a cowboy. But it hat. was like a tiny fedora that you would put on like a pet. I'm not a pet. I'm a child. I'm a real boy. <laughs> Uh, so if this not an animal, a human being. I'm just wearing a fedora. It's a regular fedora for regular people, not for cats or dogs. Even they do a tug of war. Tug of war is always a good challenge. I'm always happy to see it. That would be fun to have in senior pictures if you were doing a tug of war with someone else. Yeah, with tug of war championships. It's a little something I like to do. Yeah, um, the uh, Nakum tribe won thanks solely to Judd. I, I That's mean, right, Judd stepped up. He's Judd, a hero Judd, now. Judd, 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 Judd. So Stephanie's nervous that she's going to go, and they want to get rid of Stephanie. But landscaper Gary Hawkins wants to keep her in for her strength, and you know she is very strong, and they love to talk about that too. They do like to talk about that. Hey, did you like it when Stephanie just like very casually dropped the R word? Remember how that was a thing that just happened all oh. the time in 2005? Yeah, I was going to not bring that up because I did forget about it. Uh, well, I did. I forgot about it and then I watched it a second time uh, so that I could get uh, Judd's list of diversity. I wanted that word it's for word. It's definitely more telling. Like, the thing is like that was like people said that shit all like it was like mm-hmm. a, the funniest thing in the like in media it was like the funniest joke you can do is to say that. And like, it does say a lot about the time period that production was like, gotta put this in. Yeah. This is fucking hilarious. Uh, Can't yeah. cut that one. The only thing funnier than, uh, implying that somebody is gay is calling them retarded. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, 2005 was a cool time and we all, uh, remember it fondly. Yeah. It was a wonderful, uh, kind period of history to be in and not a horribly deranged time. Yeah. Uh, Brian tells Gary that Danny had recognized him at the challenge and told him who he was, and that is professional landscaper Gary Hawkins from Grand Haven, Michigan. This, okay, did we actually see this happen? Because this story seemed like kind of like bullshit to me. Like, she was telling you that while you were uh, doing tug of war? Yeah, it seemed weird. She mentioned something about like tackling like a quarterback or like looking like a quarterback when you need to look like a linebacker or something. I, yeah. That was the other thing is he also said that she said he was a linebacker, which she would not have said because she knows he was a quarterback because earlier in the episode in the talking head, she says actually quarterbacks aren't the most athletic position, but he's holding his own. But I took offense to that because uh, last week I looked up, this is unrelated. If he was Gary Hogaboom, which he's not, he's Gary yeah. Hawkins. But if he was, if he had been, Gary Hogaboom was an option quarterback uh, at Central Michigan University, Fire Up Chips. Oh, that's where and, Gary Hawkins uh, went. Yeah, well, the, the you know, two people can be named Gary yeah. and, and go to the same school. Uh, Easy. But uh, anyway, and so he did, in fact, run the ball, which means he would be reasonably athletic. So I thought it was fucked up that she said that. And you've long been on the record that the most athletic person in high school sports is a tennis player, right? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously. But, but you're we, not we defined by that. We can, yeah, that, again. That was 15 I'm not years ago. myself by that. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking today about how I would like to try playing tennis again. It's been quite a while. I bet I would probably take to it again very quickly. I'd probably be really dominant again, just like I was. No, Thomas, you would not be dominant. You would be dominant. I would. That's you know what. You would be Tom, not dominant. (laughs) That's right. It's so fucking funny. I should say that. I should challenge people. There's tennis courts in a park not too far from me. I should go out there and be like, "Who wants to go up against me?" Who's got next? I'm gonna Tom, not dominate you. Very aggressively walk onto the tennis court and shout, "Who's got next?" See who, who faces up. be very funny to do that without having played. <laughs> Just buy a new racket and be like, I'm going to go out there. It's going to be, uh, I'll probably be even better than I was. It's I'm older now. Called, it's called, it's called um, game sharking or whatever. What's it called? When you pretend to be oh, really yeah, bad? I'm like, going to hustle. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to pool shark them. So I guess cool I'd be shark. uh, yeah. tennis sharking them. Baby sharking them. You're going to baby shark them. Yeah, I would be baby sharking them because they do, do, would put do, do, the do, compilation do. on YouTube of how bad I beat them. Yeah, that'd be so um, fucking funny. Also, no need to stretch. If there's one thing I've learned in my life, yeah. it's that uh, if you don't stretch properly before some sort of physical activity that you're going to do, it turns out well for you always. Mm. I can relate. I was walking around with a limp all day today, a little, like a little limp, you know, more of a self-inflicted limp than an actual limp. But uh, I, I was doing so because I worked out two days ago. So I guess this is growing up, as our favorite band Blink-182 told us 15 years ago. So much happened 15 years ago. That song is from like 20 years ago. You're from like 20 years ago, old man. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Gary. Actually, it's more like 25 years ago. I think it's from like 1997. You're from like 1997. I I was six years old in 1997. Going to so in the way I am, I did exist back then. Yeah, me too. Me too. Actually, I was like six and a half. Actually, uh, Gary wants to take out Lydia or Morgan, but Lydia tells Gary that she's not ready to go and will do whatever she needs to stick around. I like Lydia. Yeah, she seems like a nice lady. It's still early. I don't really have anybody this season that I, like, hate, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty chill overall, I would say. Not even we just hate Blake yet. because he's weak. Yeah, well, I mean, Blake is a sissy, girly man, and uh, we should make fun of him for that. I don't, I mean. It would really suck to have a spiky thing come down from a tree and hit you in the shoulder and also maybe poison you. That doesn't sound like fun. It doesn't, but that's why uh, I'm always sure to avoid those things. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's, yeah, it's a matter of personal responsibility. Yeah. You should have been looking out for that. You knew you were going to trek through this jungle in Guatemala and that there would be points on branches that could fall onto your shoulder. That's why uh, our, our sign-off for this podcast is always uh, stay sexy and don't get poisoned by a thing that falls on you in the jungle. That's what we always say at the end of every episode. Uh, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We got... Crocodile. Love to see the crocodile. Uh, we got a parrot. Uh, and we got a Laura, uh, a.k.a. a parrot snake. Have you, have you, do you know about these things? I mean, I know what you're, I, I remember what that snake looked like. It was like a, it was like a lime green, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, the one we saw was a bright green, but they can also be golden or bronze. They can be found throughout Central and South America. How long do you think the snake is? 
Uh, it didn't look. I, it looked like it was probably about like two or three feet. Uh, would you believe me if I told you it was sixty-eight inches long? How long is that? Oh wow, that's like three feet, right? That's that's, that's five like, foot. That's like average male height. Oh, okay. How long do you think their tail is? I mean, the head can't be that long, so probably like sixty-five inches. I don't know. It's Twenty-three inches, actually. How big is the head supposed to be? Uh, do some quick math, Thomas. You're the math man on this show. This is a forty. This is a forty-five inch head. It's got a forty-five inch head, uh, and thirty-seven. Well, inch they're not eyes. the only one. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you further explain what you mean? Yeah, I um, I'm the guy in Ripley's Believe It or Not, aka Ripley's Believe It or Don't, that uh has like the penis that can't get hard because it's too big because it's yeah. the head of it is four feet long yeah that's really good that's really funny. i was just talking about uh ripley's believe it or don't the other day because uh one of my coworkers uh was talking about the um the you know the whole kim kardashian thing where she yeah she had, had a sex Monroe dress oh yeah well, that too but also she had the Marilyn monroe dress and then, like, they had to alter it for her, and then she ruined it. And people are mad about that. Yeah, and, like, very I, I kind of get it because it's, like, a crass thing to do. But also, the, my immediate reaction was, where was that dress before, though? Like, what was being done with it? Was it in a museum or something? And one of my coworkers informed me that it was in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, which, huh. honestly, I think being destroyed by Kim Kardashian is a better fate than being in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Rude. Um, you know what would be very fun is to go to the Ripley's Believe It or Not uh, Museum and just be like, every single thing you see is just like, I don't believe that. No, there's no way. <laughs> Impossible. Um, very exaggeratedly be like, no way at everything. Did you know that Bruce Campbell hosts the Ripley's Believe It or Don't now? From the Evil Dead? Did they finally change it to the format we wanted where you either say that you believe it or you don't? Oh, well, here's the thing. I saw that he's hosting it now because I think I uh, got a free trial of Discovery Plus or whatever that one is called. Okay, so is it on like a... Does this air on television or is it a streaming thing now? I believe... Well, as of a few years ago, I don't know if they're still producing the Bruce Campbell version, but as of a few years ago, it was, I believe, broadcast on television. Uh, but now it's on the streaming service as well. Um, but no, they don't. They don't do it like uh, like we wanted. Um, where it was, it was uh, you know not as fascinating as when I was a child. No, it turns out that when you have the internet, uh, Ripley's believe it or not, uh, more of a not than a believe it. Yeah, that's why we uh, started Ripley's Believe It or No. And it's really up to yeah, you. I think you should have the choice to choose not to believe. Yeah. They should give you, we should go to Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and like take a survey of everything that's in there and a yes, no at the end of, that we can give to all of the patrons. Let's say, did you believe it or no? And it's just a checklist. You know how? I agree. I think that would really improve the experience. Uh, you know, they spent all their money getting the Marilyn Monroe dress and now they've got a bunch of money, I, I assume, from it getting bought by Kim Kardashian. So invest that into some surveys. Invest that in hiring us to produce your surveys. Yeah, invest that in consulting fees for us. See, Jeff, you're not the only one that wants us to produce content for you. Um, the uh, snake, do you think it's venomous or not venomous? I'm going to say that it is venomous. 
They are mildly venomous, causing a localized swelling and a feeling of sharp pins and needles. Good news is, it only lasts a couple of hours. Uh, it eats... Man, I bet uh, Blake wishes he had gotten bitten by one of the snakes instead of whatever fell on him. Yeah. Can you imagine Guatemala? The trees are more dangerous than the snakes. That's not even true. Uh, I saw a list of snakes uh, in Guatemala today while doing research for wildlife shots. And I'll tell you what, um, there's some there's some big guys out there. There's some big, scary guys out there. And I don't want to go. I don't want to go where they are, where the snakes are. Do we, no, it seems scary. Anywhere that's got like very poisonous snakes, I uh, in the back of my head that I'm just going to be thinking about them. So can't go to Australia. Yeah, uh, snakes are actually terrifying, and I know people are like, "Oh, they're actually really nice" or whatever. I don't believe you. Sorry. That's what they want you to think. Yeah. Who wrote this? A snake? Uh, they um, eat lizards, small birds, and frogs. And how do you think they rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say they're like mildly endangered or whatever the equivalent of that is. Uh, they are in fact least concern. Oh, that's, that's good to hear. But honestly, it's just because the head of the IUCN has a vendetta against snakes. He's like, I don't give a shit what happens to any of them. He's kind of like the modern day St. Patrick. Yeah. He's like, you feel free, anyone, to cast these uh, into the sea. Yeah. Look, Drive them into the sea. They're of least concern. I am washing my hands of snakes. I am not going to worry about it. You guys feel free to do whatever you want. I do not care. Uh, Stephanie says at Tribal Council that everybody was super welcoming to her. Uh, and I don't remember who said it. But somebody said that Stephanie is more like a boy because she's such a competitor. Cool. Yep, I heard that too, and I was like, this is a very 2005 thing to say. Cool thing no, I'm to being, say. No, I'm being accepting by saying that she's not weak like all women. Yeah, <laughs> she's strong like men. Uh, Jeff tells Lydia that she is the least equipped to be on this tribe. I, that seemed weird to me. Why would Jeff say that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I also like that, uh, when did Jeff start shortening up the um, the like fire represents your life thing because he used to say dip it in and get fire which is a really stupid thing to say <laughs> what do you mean Why is that he stupid? literally said i took a note that it's just quote dip it in and get fire is a thing that he said when they were lighting their torches what else is he supposed to say <laughs> don't say that that's a weird way to say that dip it in and get fire get fire Get fired Go up. get some fire. Fire up, Chips. That's what he says when Gary Hawkins gets in. Yeah, and then he winks at Gary. Uh, so Morgan gets voted out five to one. Um, I, You know, I, I felt no strong connection to Morgan. No offense to Morgan. I'm sure she's a great person, but... Um, I was disappointed. Not that Morgan got voted out, but that they missed out on an opportunity uh, to make a great joke, and they didn't do it. Jeff should have said, in the end, the tribe made Morgan disappear. Oh, Morgan was the magician's assistant. He's a magician's assistant. Yeah. Well, see, Jeff, this is why you need us to produce the show. Thomas can come yeah. up with quips Morgan like this. Morgan could pull a rabbit out of her hat in that tribal council. Or you could be like when he counts the votes, he's like, I'm not pulling a rabbit out of this hat. I'm pulling names, and it's your name. 
He could have done any of those other things. He just and took he up so much to. time to say dip it in and get fired. Yeah, he was he was so focused on saying dip it in and get fired that he didn't think of all of those great things he could have said. <laughs> he could have made so many magician's assistant puns. Oh, man. That'd be really funny if he was like, and I'm going to need an assistant to count these votes. <laughs> hey, since you're already <laughs> up here, Morgan. <laughs> One time I went to a Detroit Pistons game as a child and uh, I was really excited to make a sign, you know, because making signs is obviously the best part of live sporting events. And they were playing the Orlando Magic, you know, that team. And I'm familiar. I wrote a sign that said something like uh, Orlando may be the magic, but Detroit's going to be making magic tonight or something like that. It was very wordy. They wouldn't let you in the building with it. They were like, this sucks. <laughs> they were like, oh, we need to burn this. Go back to the drawing board on that one. Actually, this sign is uh, offensive. We actually have to take it. <laughs> they ripped it up into little pieces, and every little security guard ate a little piece. And the security guards <laughs> were small. I don't know why. I guess to make me feel comfortable because I was a child. It was a kids-only game. This is the kid nation of Detroit Pistons oh, games. Also, children were playing. Why don't they do a ch- It was bring your kids to work day and they all played instead of their parents. <laughs> bring your kids to work day, but then you can go home. <laughs> I don't know why there's always one NBA game every season that's kids only. Yeah, that would suck if you bought them in advance not knowing that. And you're like, God damn it. I don't want to watch Ben Wallace's son play. Well, the thing that's shitty is like they don't tell you on the schedule. Like you, it's completely random when it's going to be. The person that does that, that schedules that every year, like, or that organizes it is so proud of it that they're like, I want it to be a surprise for them. They're going to love this. I, I also love the idea of like, it's like Steph Curry's cute little daughter that always interrupts his uh, press conferences versus like LeBron James Jr. <laughs> yeah. LeBron James' son, who is an actual NBA prospect. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they're on the same team, but you know, Steph and LeBron, it's all about, they're the two big names in basketball these days. And, uh, Clay Thompson is also a friend of Steph's and J.R. Smith was a friend of LeBron James. And, um, this is, I like the idea of them being, they're not teammates. They're like, yeah, it's such bullshit that Clay's in the NBA just cause he's Steph's friend. <laughs> yeah. They're work friends at the very least. This is our new. They're not real friends though. They're they they don't like hang out outside of work. Yeah, they're like Drake friends, not real friends. No real friends. Or is that a Kanye song? Whatever. Who cares? They're work spouses. Uh, speaking of music, Thomas, this is a segment called the Challenge Chunk. It's about a show about um, on MTV, music television. Did you watch the Challenge? All Stars Three no, last night. I did not. Okay. Well, they did a trivia challenge, and Veronica and Derek won, and they sent in Jordan and John A., and they chose to go against Mark and Ronnie, and Mark and John A. each won. So, there you go. That's the challenge, All-Stars 3. Thanks for letting me get the title out this time. Oh, good for... I'm glad that they had fun. The Mm -hmm. important thing is that everyone had fun. I mean, honestly, anytime I tune in, that is what I'm rooting for. Um, rooting for a good game. Yeah, exactly. A good challenge. Eh? Um, what's your Twitter to t- follow you on Twitter.com? 
You can follow me at Tom Not Tom. Uh, I'm on there talking about all kinds of things. Tune in to find out. Um, okay, that's good. Uh, we also were on Twitter at DYWSLN. Of course, it's where we tweet about Survivor and tweet memes that we have referenced on the show. Like the Gary Hawkins. I'm going to make the Gary Hawkins one at work tomorrow that you mentioned. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. You should post that in the Survivor DM. I think people will like that. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Um, we're also on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. I'll be honest, I don't think I've updated that one since Palau. Um, yeah. And that was like 2005 also. 15 years ago. A few shows on Patreon that you can subscribe to. You can find anyone that is about anything you are into. We have a lot of options. Thomas, why don't you highlight one of them? I know that this is definitely the one that I've said like a hundred times more than any other ones, but I just really want people to, to subscribe to Did You Sleep Last Night? Yeah. Did You Sleep Last Night is, of course, a segment. Uh, not a segment. I, I confuse segment in the show is a show in which we talk about our dreams and we play a game called Did You Sleep Last Night? Ask a question. Look, it's late, you know? It's Monday evening. It's Marquesas Monday. Things are magical today. I'm thinking about sleeping this night. (laughs) Are you going to sleep tonight? Um, That'd be a good name for like a going to sleep podcast where I read stories. I don't know, man. Yeah, we could do like an ASMR one. We could do an ASMR one. Do you... D D D Y. Do you need to sleep tonight? D Y. Did you want to listen to ASMR tonight? What are the initials of that? Somebody else do it. Um, why don't we thank the fans here, Thomas Spell? I would love to thank the listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, this this. Uh, podcast is funded by viewers like you except it's not because you're all cheapskates and that's why i won't call you fans yep because if you were a fan you would be paying at least ten thousand dollars a month to us so um yeah but nobody is uh and ten thousand dollars a month is our introductory rate for the uh podcast uh known as just joey our lowest level uh for bonus content but you can of course give us even less money if you are a cheapskate uh, like a four-star fan, a three-star something, a two-star teammate, and a one-star wonder. And... Yeah, if me insulting you makes you so mad, then why don't you pay to leave a bad review, yeah. which you are not allowed to do otherwise. Oh, pretty nice podcast you got here. Would be a shame if anybody gave it a bad review. That's something you could say if you gave us $50 a month. I would hate it if you gave us a one-star review and also $50 a month. The reviews are how we get more ratings, you know? It's how we get more listeners, and thanks for listening. Um, I I think the only thing left to say here is stay sexy and don't get hit by a tree with a spike on it. Deuces. Restless tonight, cause I wasted the light. Between both these times, I drew a really thin line. I couldn't remember what the phrase was. Really rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Not that I can, but you should be mine across that line. If I traded it all, if I gave it all away for one thing, just for one thing, if I sorted it out. 
So, um, I've, I've, here's something I learned about children recently. You know, I'm, I'm way into kids now. Um, I think this is the second time that you've said this, and it hasn't gotten any less creepy when, you know, like, it didn't, it didn't hit my ears in a more pleasurable way this time. Well, you could have phrased that better, but whatever. Well, you deserved it for what you said to me. Okay. Um, Baby Shark just means any video on YouTube. Yeah, you know what is funny about that? You are not the first person to tell me that. (laughs) The children say, can we watch Baby Shark? And I'll be like, yeah, for sure. And I'll start typing Baby Shark into the YouTube. And they'll go, oh, yeah, that one. And it'll be just like a random video about dinosaurs with colors or something. Like, that's not, that's not Baby Shark. You do, should, do, 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 do. Yeah, you should correct them. You gotta stamp that out. You can't let yeah. them do that. I, the, the, Will you uh, request so a was, video? Uh, yeah, uh, was saying that his uh, niece does that, and um, apparently also uh, her, because um, it's uh, his his brother uh, Mike's daughter, and uh, his uh, Mike's technically his half brother. So they, they, like she has a. You know, like a his he's a different mom than Patrick does. So anyway, at her at yeah. her house apparently she says that YouTube doesn't work, <laughs> which is a, an amazing lie to tell kids. Like, yeah, we can't so get it here. Good. That's so that's so good. Oh my god, kids are. I think I need to like buy toys just in case. You know. Yeah, we had a. Um, we had, we had a child over here yesterday, and I was like, I have very little for children to do in this house. This is not a house for children. So you but see, you know what? Some... We did have uh, videos, you know, like we, we did have a TV, and so I was like, Gravity Falls isn't too scary for like a four-year-old, right? And her mom was like, no, that'd be good. And then I tried to put it on, and I had been warned of this, and she was like, no. Uh, Spidey Friends. I want to watch Spidey. Yeah, good choice. It's the only thing that she wants to watch, even though she's seen every episode like a million times apparently. So that was what got put on. Peter Parker's a relatable character. I was trying to be the cool guy from the Onion article that yeah. uh, makes the, someone's kid unable to relate to their peers, but instead, Spidey Friends. I am just, I am counting down the years before I can show Sadie Gravity Falls. I think she's like 10 times too young still, but the nice thing about kids is they age very quickly. I, the thing that's going to be nice about that is uh, they uh, will not want to watch it when you offer it to them. They'll want to watch something else. Well, you know, here's the thing. I'm an adult and children have to do what I say. That, that's right. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>